Yo, what's up? It's your boy Iggy. Thank y'all for clicking play and tuning into the episode this week. I very much appreciate it. Um, definitely trying to level up this year, so make sure y'all continue to support. Hit subscribe on any podcast channel you're listening from, any any place that you're getting this uh, episode at. Just make sure you leave a comment and uh, and let the reviews know, let the people know what you think about the episode. Um, thank y'all so far for all the support these past couple of years, but I'm definitely trying to level up this year so I could definitely use uh, a little bit more support. So make sure y'all go get some merchandise, some t-shirts, summer's coming up. So make sure y'all get some t-shirts. I got bucket hats. I got socks. I got towels. I got everything you can want on the website. That website's in my bio on my Instagram. Instagram is Iggy's Live My Podcast at Iggy's Live My Podcast. I'll make sure y'all tap in on that. And yeah, man, enjoy the show. Hopefully, y'all enjoy the content. Thank y'all. Peace. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Iggy. Welcome to the podcast. Um, yeah, man, it's a new one for me. New step, new direction uh, for the podcast. I'm going to try to get check-ins, man. I'm going to try to do what everybody else do, podcasts, way more commonly. Talking about topics, talking about life, talking about things versus me. And uh, I'm going to still do guests. I'm going to still work on the lives. Um, but I also have an audience that's not in Chattanooga. So um, I'm going to try to invest in them a little bit more um, because I, I'm not going to get on Chattanooga yet. I will talk about Chattanooga later. But right now, welcome to Ease Live, my podcast. Uh, <clears throat> if you haven't heard me before, I'm Iggy. I am uh, an artist out of Chattanooga that talks a lot. Actually, I don't talk a lot, but I have very, I guess you could say, um, strong opinions. I wouldn't say they're strong. I just speak what I think, you know. Uh, everybody else has that capability. You know, I don't, and I'm one where it's not like I'm going to, you know, if your opinion ain't too crazy, I mean, some 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 people opinions be absolutely nuts, though, or some things that you think could be just be like, bro, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I accept for people what they think, always open to that, and I feel like that's why I do it so much because I'm uh, that's how I am. So, anyways, <clears throat> I'm Iggy. Um, loud mouth comes from that, and also comes from. Uh, a little bit of reach back from when I started kind of finding myself and being around um, guys. I was in the military, so we had a little crew called Loudmouth. <clears throat> but the identity of that always was being like, um, you know what I mean? Like we we uh, we never shied away from who we were, um, and we were always like outgoing and funny and like all that. So like. It never and never shortchanged our personality. Um, so it comes from that as well as just being a loud mouth of speaking your mind, speaking your thoughts, not holding anything back, having deep, deep conversations. One thing I hate is like shallow shit. I hate shallow thinkers or people that don't like try to dive in or like, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't gonna I ain't gonna like say no names or nothing, but this is very shallow by itself. But you know, this is this is guy that's on. I'm in Facebook groups, and there's this guy in Facebook groups where his opinions are like literally based off of what somebody else is saying, the media is saying, 
or like the storyline. It's never deeper than that. Like I'll be like, bro, you don't really th-. like he complaining about which I'm gonna get to sports. I'm gonna talk about the Lakers very, 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 very fucking briefly because that pisses me off. But I will say <clears throat> he brought up the fact that he claims to be a Lakers fan, by the way. Anyways, um, so he says that you know the Westbrook trade <clears throat> is is was terrible. Like since the Westbrook trade, um, it's been we've been so bad and maybe the worst free agency signing of the Lakers. I'm like, bro, like we signed, we still paying Luel Ding. You know what I'm saying? Like we still paying Luel Ding. We signed Timothy Mosgall for what was that? Like 84 million or some dumb shit. Timothy Mosgolf got paid by the Lakers. We don't, that's what I'm saying. When Lakers fans say shit like that, the, these Lakers fans, I'd be like, y'all not motherfuckers not Lakers fans. Cause we, I had to sit through that. I had to watch them pay Timothy Mosgall and Lowell Dane. Who else did we fucking pay? Um, what's the dude's name that um that's a shoot? I know Wayne Ellington. We had Jody Meeks for a little bit. Uh, who else did we pay? We paid somebody else that we should not have fucking paid. And I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. But uh, don't tell me you know Lakers fan and you ain't been through that shit. For real. Come on now. And I just hate people that only go with the storyline. Like right now, Westbrook is a storyline. He's the problem. He, you know, he can't make shots and he he's lost his confidence and blah 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 blah. We look like shit on defense. Absolute. I mean, I can't even watch. Bro, I saw a post today. I don't even just I'm gonna jump into the topics, bro. I'm so mad about the Lakers right now. Y'all gotta let me go. So I see the post today where LeBron, you know, he cheering on Kyrie today. Kyrie dropped 60, Steph dropped, what was that, 47 last night. So he been cheering on people, and somebody put in there a little comment like, I guess LeBron just going to turn into a fan for the rest of the year. You know what? I am too. If LeBron doing it, I'm doing it. Because I'm not watching these motherfuckers no more, bro. I stopped watching the Lakers probably about a month ago. I'm not watching it. I cannot watch this defense. It is no effort. They put. They have no energy. I mean, it's like they start losing in the first quarter, and they give the fuck up. It's the most wild shit I've ever seen, bro. Like, it's crazy. That is not Westbrook's fault. He getting pulled out in the fourth quarter. Now, earlier in the year, y'all said he was messing up the fourth quarter. Now he's been getting pulled out the fourth quarter. We still losing. And he's still the problem. I just don't understand. Anyways, so we're going to talk about I might be all I'll talk about the Lakers. Actually, that's it. I'm not talking about the Lakers no more. I can't get into it. So that's what you're sticking with. You're having that version of the Lakers on my podcast. Now, I don't know what we're going to look like in the next month. I don't think we deserve to make the playoffs, number one. We look like shit. We're going to get – I hope – we do not make – we don't need to make – and Anthony Davis needs to shut the fuck up. Don't say shit about, well, we would have beat Phoenix if I didn't get hurt. Bitch, your ass always hurt. So they say – they probably game plan because you hurt. They they game plan for that. They game plan for AD to not make it through the series because you was already playing on a bad knee. You pulled your groin. Oh, we would have won. Bro, we was up to one Yes. But you hurt all the time. And then this year, in the past two years, really, but this year, I mean, dog, you have the lowest motor I've ever seen in a superstar. Literally, you don't give a fuck, bro. You got that ring, you don't give a shit. You're just running up and down the floor, guards out, rebounding you and shit. You know what I'm saying? You're getting thoroughly outplayed by every big in the fucking league right now. Jokic and B, they all eating on you, cat. Giannis, they all, Giannis, every time it go against you, he's trying to destroy your ass, bro. 
and you don't give a fuck. So that's all y'all get from the Lakers for me. I, it was at seven minutes. I already cut into my shit. I wasn't even trying to talk about the Lakers, but I'm so tired of them, bro. And I, I haven't been able to talk about them like I want to. And I have a mic right here and y'all fuck with me. And I know people that fuck with the Lakers that listen. I'm fucking tired of them. I'm not going to talk about them the rest of the year. Even if we make the playoffs. The only time I'm talking about the Lakers this year is when Kobe birthday come up and mama day. That's it. I'm not talking about them. They look like dog shit. Okay. That's my Lakers right. Anyways, welcome to the show, man. So I've got various topics, I will say. Most of them kind of staying within the lines of entertainment. Uh, but I do want to touch on some local shit. Uh, <clears throat> touch on some wild shit with the overseas shit that's going on. So we're gonna di- we're gonna dig into it a little bit um, and, and dive in. Now a lot of y'all either know or don't know. I've participated in a couple uh, end of the year hip hop with my boys over at uh, Don't Sleep on the Podcast, and uh, y'all go follow them. <clears throat> they got a network on YouTube. And I've got a couple episodes with them as far as hip hop. Um, this is really where the podcast started was from hip hop, and I always post my hip hop. I always post my opinions on who I fuck, who I fuck with, who I don't, who I think is trash, and and people have always fucked with that, man. People are always coming to ask me like, you know, who you listening to? What should I listen to on the road trip? I got homies that still hit me up. Hey, man, like they won't talk to me for you know a couple months. That's fine. Sometimes friends you don't talk every day, but when you talk. Whenever you talk, it's like shit ain't changed. So, anyways, um, I have some friends like they hit me up and be like, "Hey, bro, what you what you what should I listen to driving to, you know, driving for two hours? Or what you listen to? What's new? Y'all heard this or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's always been like that. And this is and that's where the podcast kind of grew from because my music is hip hop, and so um, you know it kind of comes from that. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to add that element more into the podcast and. Um, no better way to start than 2022. This is my birthday month, and it's already been a crazy year for music, um, as far as hip hop goes. And this is primarily gonna be hip hop. There will be times though where I focus on just RB, um, which I have an RB album to talk about, Lucky Day, but <clears throat> just primarily RB or you know, whatever. Like, I like to listen to alternative, I like to listen to um. You know, like dad punk and shit. So I might do like an episode on just talking about dad punk and how I respect their catalog. But you know, you just never know. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that's where I am. That's where my heart is. Music is is where my heart is. It will always be there. And with no further ado, let's talk about these albums that dropped this week. All right. So, um, you know, I don't know if y'all know this, but Hip hop is in a good place. I know it feels like it, though. It's a lot of trash out there. I will say that it is a lot of trash out there. I won't argue that with y'all, okay? Uh, but we are still in a kind of a good place. I mean, it's not too bad. There's some great rappers. There's some great new rappers that's coming up. Um, and so, like this week, with some some good releases. So we had Benny the Butcher, Tenant Talk Four. Um, Davies, how did I get here? Lil Dirk, of course. We're gonna talk about Dirk 7220. Um, Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse, which there's some drama with that that I want to discuss. I don't know if y'all know who Slaughterhouse is, but if you know who Joe Budden is, 
who's a very popular podcaster. Uh, he's a far rapper. So, and he's this is his group that he was in. And there's some beef behind him breaking up and whatever. So, um, and then there's a new artist out of Texas that I uh, that my homie put me on actually. Um, he's been trying to put me on, but I finally gave him a listen this week. And he hard. He just dropped the album last week. It's called In Dimes We Trust by Mike Dimes. So, um, and then also we got some local artists that dropped this week as well. And I want to talk about them. The House, Tut, Mikey B, Shuey, CP, and Big Cut. And then also um, Kendora, Don't Be Lonely. We're going to talk about those. So, man, listen. I know, and listen, there was some there were some albums that dropped last week, King Von, The Baby, Erke, Kodak, but I don't want to talk about them. I want to start from this week and move forward. Although, you know, if I'm going to do a quick assessment on those, Kodak was my favorite, Erke, then Conway <clears throat> was probably third of last week. Um, I was kind of disappointed in Conway, man. Um, but anyway, so yeah, man, the first album I want to talk about, of course, is my boy, the Butcher coming, nigga. Benny the Butcher. Tana Talk 4. Now, Tana Talk 3 is an absolute classic. And if you haven't heard it, go listen to that shit right now. That is the album that I listened to as I was going through my schooling for my pre-nursing. What was that? Two years ago? And, um, yeah, man. Listen. <laughs> that shit was hard. It got me... The highest GPA I ever got was because I listened to that while I fucking studied. And I got the highest GPA I ever got. So I'm giving Benny Butcher the credit on that. Ten of the talk three. Ten of talk three. Ten of the talk. Ten of talk three is, is a classic. And it's going to live the next five years. If you go back to listen to that album in the next five years, because it dropped in 2019. So it's already getting there. Uh, it's going to live. You know what I'm saying? So this is the fourth version of that. Ten of talk four. And this is like um Benny is like he's he's ascended to a level where he's like one of the most well-known rappers now as far as um lyricists as far as like people that's really bringing some bars and shit and not just mumble rapping like he actually spitting you know what I'm saying like he's getting he him Griselda the whole crew really is there but Benny's considered uh Benny's considered the one out of them out of them and that's saying a lot can kind of like rap his ass off but Benny just got it. You know what I'm saying? He just, he just, he can, and he can, he can do different things. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, Ted Talk 4, great album. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do ratings. I've never really done ratings on albums. And I know that's kind of a popular thing to talk about with music, but I don't like doing ratings. I just think that's kind of silly. Um, <clears throat> but I will say it's a great album. I'll give my picks. Um, so I got, I'll get my picks. I'll get my, my songs that I like. And that, that should give you, I think that's how I'm going to rate albums. I'm going to give you all the songs I like. Um, so yeah, I got um, Johnny P's Caddy with J. Cole. Back Two Times with Steve, Steve God. Stove God to Cook. Stove God Cooks. My bad. Damn, sorry, Stove God. Fucking up. Stove God Cooks. Go check him out, man. He's from New York. Um his last album was hard too. So look him up. Stove Guy Cooks. If you like rappers, man, I'm about to put y'all on because really these dudes are like kind of mainstream. Stove God is, he's there. You know what I'm saying? Benny's definitely mainstream. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, y'all should know these guys. So get on. Um, Super Plug, 
Um, I'm a big fan of Bodie, which is Weekends and the Page, but I didn't, I wasn't really. That's not that I didn't like the song. It's just, I didn't, I didn't, I don't have it in my pits. But I'm giving y'all um, ten more commandments with Diddy, dog. If y'all a big fan, go listen to Ten Crack Commandments and then cut this on right after that. That's all I'm gonna say. Hard classic. I know Biggie fucking with. I know he's smiling down on that song. Anyways. Um, yeah, man, you can really go through this shit. Tyson versus Ali with Conway. Um, that's that that title itself draws you into the song Tyson versus Ali because that's like a popular argument amongst boxing fans who will be who will win the fight, Mike Tyson or, or Muhammad Ali. I personally, I know this is kind of what the song is not. It, it's them on the song. They're kind of like not really competing with each other. There's a lot of love, but it's a lovely competition. There's a lot of bounce back in that. As far as bars, but it's it's love there, you know what I'm saying? Like they giving each other advice and shit, talking about how they came up and all that. And but they also like trying to out, you know, they're trying to ride, they're trying to work their ass off. So um uh, Tyson versus Ali, um Uncle Bun, they Uncle Bun. There's only one person named Bun that we represent that we recognize in hip hop, so you should know what that song's about. Um Thoey's Revenge, I fuck with this beat hard. Alchemist had a lot of st- strong ass beats on here i think this is one of his yep it is um yeah man that shit hard i don't know if you know who the alchemist is but he's hard as fuck um and then my last buster brick nick that's probably my favorite song on here um benny just go he go crazy on that you know what i'm saying so like this whole album it's only 12 songs and i just gave y'all over half you know what i'm saying so like that should let y'all know you should be fucking with it All right, so next one, um, Dave East. Um, I have to probably go back to Dave East. Um, not that I didn't like it, but it just was kind of slow. I was expecting, uh, I was expecting a little, you know, I was expecting some shit off of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I just didn't really get it. But I will say, um, there were some good songs on there. If I have to go back, because I won't, I don't want to say it's bad. Cause it's not bad. It's just. You know, it's I don't know how many times I'm gonna go back to it. Davies has been in kind of in a lull in the past, like his past three projects. Ever since he rapped with Styles P, I do like the one that um what's that one? He was on the cover on the street on the box. I think it's called Survival, if I'm not mistaken. That's the last really album I rock with with Davies recently. I haven't really rocked with nothing him lately, so he gotta he gotta get on it. Uh, and let's see, so crash out. Trade of Truth on that album. By the way, that's um, how did we get here? Uh, I think he, I think he's uh, got it. Uh, I think he's got it written out, like with the letters though. Let me can see. <clears throat> okay, Ben. A D I G H. Yep. So how did we get here? Um, yeah, man. So yeah, the uh, the one with Trey True crash out, and then um, Benny the Butcher, um, don't let me down. Were the ones that I highlighted off of there, and uh, both of those got features, so they kind of tell you, you know, it started picking up. Like the features helped pick it up, which is not good. I think they, I don't know. I mean, I like that. I like that he worked with one producer. Um, that was dope. I mean, let's see. He worked with. Um, I think it was Mikey Keys. And uh, Mikey Keys has done some stuff with Nick, so, but it wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing that I, I would 
definitely tell y'all to go back to. You know what I'm saying? Like Tana Talk 4, y'all need to listen to that shit. This one, you could probably skip. Um, so next up. Next up, I'm gonna hit up Dirk, man. Um, because I'm not I'm not gonna hype it as much as it was it was slow. It wasn't and I I, I think my thing is like for me, um the singing rap shit is just I don't know if I can take much more of it. And it's not really, it's not really like if it's not somebody that I I like I already fuck with. Not that I don't fuck with Dirk, but I, he, I can't. It, you know, I just I'm not really with the street singing. I don't know why. It's just not like it's getting kind of old. And like you singing about streets and shit, like I kind of is not really blending well anymore for me. And I feel like it's such an easy way to rap now. That it's making a it's waking a wave for like rappers that's you know they're not rappers they're just they're singing and saying bullshit you know what I'm saying <laughs> not that Dirk is saying bullshit I'm just saying like the people that are mimicking that style um, like I like Roddy Rich I like Dirk um, but like you know I haven't really got into Rod Wave as much um, and that you know those guys are considered rappers. I'm like, I don't think Rod Wave Wave is not really a rapper. He sings. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where that. Like we got to start probably. Break, I know I said that before. We probably gonna start have to break up this genre of hip hop because that's not rap. He's not rapping anything. He's singing. Um, anyway, so I say all I have to say this. This Dirk was okay. Um, you know, it's get it's the number one uh, this week so far. Benny had it until Sunday. Um, as far as hip hop, but I think Dirk is number one overall. Um, it, but it's, it, it, I don't know. I don't think this should be his number one album. It's not really, I don't know. But I, I will say I like the, uh, I like the uh, Young Boy diss, NBA Young Boy, which I don't get NBA Young Boy. I haven't got him. And I'm going to talk about that one of these days, but I don't get the guy. I can't, I can't step into it. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> um, I think that's called Aha. Um, Golden Child, no interviews. I do like Petty too. And what happened to Virgil? And that's that's probably it. That's where I stopped. Smoking and thinking is okay, and shoot out at my crib is okay. But it's seventeen songs on there, so I don't know. I'm only gonna give you all that five. I mean, I'm not really. I didn't really. I liked it. It was okay, but it wasn't. It's not. It's not matching up to the hype to me. Um, so yeah, so that's Lil Dirt. Um, next album, I'm gonna go ahead and do Mike Dodge because I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about the Slaughterhouse thing because I'm gonna lead into the to the segment on that. But um, Mike Dodge from Texas got put on. Um, yeah, man, it's called In Dodge We Trust, and yeah, this shit hard. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, bro. I listened to it in the gym. And I was like, yo, this shit is the perfect gym album, bruh. Like, it's just all energy. Um, he reminds me of Maxwell Cream, who people say I sound like when I rap. I'll take that as a compliment. I like Maxwell. Um, but he he's he's similar to him, but he's not as um, grungy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, but they're both from Texas, so that makes sense. But but Mike Dimes is a little bit more crisp, uh, but his energy is great, man. Uh, and he can rap. Um, so... The songs I like on his is I like um, Home, Religion, J- uh, Gigolo, Backroom, Where the Party At with Duke Deuce. Um, if y'all know Duke Deuce, you, you know he bringing the energy on the track. Um, 
no trends, wis, and uh, same game. And I'm gonna probably put who is Mike Dimes in there too as well because that's a good song. So yeah, man, that's twelve songs. That's over half of that. So um, in Dimes we trust Mike Dimes. Make sure y'all go check that out. It's a it's a it's a good album, man. Um, especially if you like working out and, and need a and need a new gym album. He's a new he's a newer artist. He's gonna come up, and I'm thankful that you know a homie put me on to somebody that's new because I've been going back to a lot of old shit because I just the new guys are just not doing it for me, bro. Like I just can't. The guys that's like freshly new just not doing it, bro. There's some clowns right now. So, anyways, salute to Mike Dimes. Um, y'all make sure y'all go check that out. And uh, let's see. The last one I'm going to do um, as far as mainstream is going to be the Rise and Fall Slaughterhouse with King Crooked, formerly Crooked Eye, and Joel Ortiz, two members of uh, Slaughterhouse group. The other two, the other two members were uh, Royce the Five Nine and Joe Budden. And Joe Budden is known as a podcaster now. He's so... I won't get into the drama um, yet. Well, I I guess I can. Um, So the whole thing, so this album is called The Rise and Fall Slaughterhouse. So as you see, it's only two members. Um, So the whole thing became a problem when Joe Budden retired from rap, right? So he retires from rap. He says he's not a rapper anymore. He's a podcaster. He's a full-time podcaster. And And that has taken him to places he never, ever, ever would have got as a rapper. Um, you know, he's now a full-time, legitimate, money-making enterprise. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he has his own network. Um, he's got his, he's got like three, he's got like three or four shows. He has his own podcast. He's got a show on Revolt. Um, you know, he's just a media. He's like one of the main media guys now. So it's crazy. But he retired, right? So, um and Royce, when he retired since then, Royce has been nominated for a Grammy. Uh, you know, he's he's become well more accepted in the mainstream as far as getting on big records, um, being with some of the bigger known rappers and not necessarily with the, you know, underground rappers or people that don't, they rap. If you don't really listen to rap, you don't know as well. It's like Royce is on songs with like, um, bigger name artists, you know what I'm saying? So, and his his schedule is a little bit more crazy now too. So, um, not to say they were wrong in committing to those things, but the issue became when um, Crooked, I guess he had a great deal for Slaughterhouse as the group if they wanted to take it, you know what I mean? Like as far as like um, the music, royalties, the piece, how it was broken up and all of that, like it was going to be good for them um that he felt and joel felt well these two guys are, are not in the, the places that royce and joe budden are but a slaughterhouse as a group you know um you know that's 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 separate from royce and joe budden separately you know what i'm saying like the group itself is you know they're pretty i wouldn't say they're like super well known but they're well respected in hip-hop um so anyways, so they get on, so this album gets announced. They put the they put the cut they put the cover on and it's Slaughterhouse's logo, which is uh Burning Pig. And um I think it was maybe last week or two weeks ago, Royce and Joe Budden were on Instagram 
discussing the album or discussing like their issues with it, uh, why they were not talked to about what was going on until it was dropped and, you know, the logo's not theirs and blah, blah, blah. So Joel hops on IG Live with him and was like, listen, man, like Joe said he's retired. Like when we, when we brought the deal up, you know, Joe was adamant he's not rapping anymore. He's retired. And Roy said he wasn't going to do it without Joe, which Joe's saying he's retired. He's not rapping. Royce not doing it without Joe means y'all not doing the deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so they got it. But Joe, Joe was like, well, when did you ever ask me? And Joe was like, no, you've been saying you retired for like seven years straight. You know what I mean? Like, but when did you say? And Royce was like, did, you, did I ever say no? Like it was just the most silly grown ass man. Like, bro, you you straight up said you're not doing it without Joe. That's a no, right? What are you talking about? You're not doing it without Joe, and Joe's not rapping. Joe's not taking it serious. He not he you know he's clearly not invested in, in rapping anymore. So you know we went our separate ways. We're doing it our way. Anyways, they they was not fucking with that. Joe ended up telling Joel to suck his dick when Joel said support the album. Which after listening to it, he probably should have told him that because there's no way he, they should support this album. I mean, they are literally shitting on Joe. Joe is getting shit on on this album. Right? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, he's getting shit. Oh, it's about how many songs on here? It's 13 songs. I say about 11 of them mention him specifically as being an issue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, anyway, so. I don't blame Joe for saying that in hindsight, which makes me think he probably heard it already before that. And it was like, well, I'm not fucking supporting this shit. Are you kidding me? Um, anyway, so yeah. So I wanted to, it, it obviously brought attention to the album, which a lot of rappers like to do now. They like to bring attention in whatever way to whatever project they're dropping. So um, anyways, um, it brought me, brought me, brought my attention to it. And you know, I don't, I don't, uh, it's not that I don't like it. They're rapping their ass off. I think King Crooked outrapped Joel on here, by the way. I think it's pretty clear who had more shit to get off their chest. And also, who is the better rapper between those two? Which which is crazy because if you put them all four together, you don't really, like, it's harder to tell, like, who's the best. But if you do two on two of them, you can definitely tell who's the best. You know what I'm saying? Um, between those, and I think I think Crooked got that. But um, anywho, um, the the songs on here were good. I, I would say Brothers Keeper Two is probably my favorite. Um, a lot of them had the same kind of theme. They're definitely older, so not to say I don't like the older shit, but. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, they rapping their ass off, but they not, it doesn't really drew me in. Um, like I said, I like, I like Brothers Keeper. Um, I'll say um, Backstage and Ain't Nobody Mad. They're probably two that I'll definitely go back to. Um, and that's really it. I mean, there's a lot of apologizing to Slaughterhouse fans for breaking up and like, not that I, I mean, you don't necessarily have to apologize to the fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the business broke up. They didn't want to tell their side of the story. I don't know if Royce and Joe would tell their side of the story. It would be a little corny if they did do that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. I just – I I can't say that 
I I will go back to this album much, to be honest. But I, I will say that Crooked Out rapped this rap Joel. I'll probably go back to listen to some of what he was rapping about. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I uh, it was cool. It was cool. The whole drama around it definitely brought it to my attention more so than I probably would have checked for it. Honestly, I had heard about it, but um, when I saw Joe Budden said something my dick, I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm going to listen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anyways, that's it for the mainstream um, um, of that. Now, I wanted to talk about um, two local projects that dropped. Uh from Chattanooga, yes, yes, sir, yes, sir, Ski from the city. Um, outside of what I do, what my team does, Diamond Makes Gold, um, Zandretti, Darian, uh, uh, Flock. Uh, yeah, man, outside of what we do, um, Code Game 6, you know what I'm saying? Like, outside of what we do, uh, I do want to show love to the rest of the city because I actually fuck with it. I think Chattanooga has one of the better music scenes, definitely in the South. I mean, that's maybe that may be just talking, but outside of Atlanta and Memphis, and probably, I mean, if you consider Miami the South, or my, whatever. Outside of those, I think we have one of the better ones in the South. Like, I just, I, we're really talented here, um, and I don't think we get enough recognition on that. But the first one I'll do is... Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and do the house. I was going to do Kendora first, but I'll do Kendora last because she's having a great year already. And I want to talk about that. But um, the house, they released a um, a album called uh, The Set, and it's got everybody in it. Um, I think it's a good piece of work, man. Great job, fellas. Um, there's uh, quite a bit of chill songs over here. I guess the, the same vibes they normally do. Um, but hey, Tut, actually, they all rapping their ass off. I don't want to highlight no, but Tut, hey, bro, you wrapped your ass off on here, you know what I'm saying? Um, stay in that pocket, bro. Um, I know you're not really listening to me, but I, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Chris P, definitely keep doing what you're doing, but you already know that. Uh, Mikey D, I even heard Shui rapping on this. shit. <laughs> That was that caught me off guard, bro. Um, anyway, so yeah, the songs I got on there, um, BYO, which is Bring Your Own, which is a great motto. Cause listen, man, don't be coming on my shit, you know, unless you a homie. Cause they, I, I fuck with my homies, they fuck with me. Like, but if you just some random that you got invited to the crib or something like that, and you asking, can you smoke or can you drink? Hey, bring your own shit, bro. So yeah, bring your own. Um, not so bad. Uh, smooth recovery and no kizzy with Deontay Hitchcock. And I know Deontay Hitchcock gets a lot of love on uh, Don't Sleep on a Podcast. So I want, I definitely, if they're listening, I definitely want them to check that song out. But um, yeah, every, if you know who Deontay Hitchcock is, he's from Atlanta. He's definitely uh, on a come up, one of the better younger rappers out. And uh, uh, he did his thing on there. So uh, that's my picks off the house. The house album called The Set. Y'all make sure you go check that shit out. Um, and now we're going to get to Kendora. Because Kendora is on a run right now. Salute to you. Um, yeah, man. So um, Kendora dropped a new album called Don't Be Lonely. Um, and 
Um, yes, this is a this is a really good. I, this is a great project to go on tour with. I know I don't know if she's listening, but Kendora, listen, this is a great album to go on tour with because this is like you setting it up great. She's got some good songs on here, man. Um, don't be lonely. <clears throat> Hush a bye. Um, patient. I think I can't. I, is it montage? I think montage is the one that's got the uh that's got the sample in it. Um buy you a Drake from T Pain. That shit hard. You know what I'm saying? So like um Girl You Want It, you know, I mean, I always be you. I mean, all of these are good. These are great songs. Um so y'all make sure y'all go check that out. Kendora. Um, she's about to go on tour with Baby Mother. Um and then she's also doing South by Southwest, official artist there. Man, you're doing great things. It's a good year for Kendora, man, and her and a team and her team. So salute to y'all, Rock Floyd. Salute to y'all, man. Great year for y'all. All right. So one last thing I want to hop into um with the music scene before we hop into some other shit. Um, I know that was kind of that's a 30-minute music section. Listen, music, I love music. I put on I put y'all onto a lot of shit just now. So y'all better be appreciate me. If y'all looking for music, you better appreciate me. Cause this is what I do. Now I haven't done it as much on the podcast, but I literally talk about music daily with people. So um the last thing I want to hop into, uh the whole Kanye versus Skeet and Kim situation. Um Yay setting up for Donda too. So it's never really, you know, it's kind of hard to tell. I think this is serious, though. It's got the kids in it. But, you know, he doesn't necessarily hurt by having drama. I think from what I heard from Don DeTuto on the uh, when he did the uh, the live, um, that shit sounds amazing. Uh, so, anyways, um, I, I kind of want to talk about the whole situation uh, because I think there's a lot of narratives about Kanye. I haven't watched the Netflix um, series yet. I need to watch it. Um, I will watch it. I just, I have to make sure I have the time to sit down and invest the time in it. Cause he's, he's one of the reasons why I love music. Um, and so I got to make sure I'm invested in that. And, <clears throat> but I will say with the, the whole, the whole yay versus skeet Kim shit, I don't fuck with everything Kanye's doing. I definitely don't fuck with, um, I mean, buying a house across the house is a little too far. But as far as like, I don't know if I'm necessarily mad about him posting things because I think a lot of times Kim has the media, you know, especially in LA. She's got the media out there. You know, the cameras follow around everywhere. You don't, there's nowhere she doesn't go where a camera's not there. So she's got the media. TMZ, they all on her pay, they all on her line. You know what I'm saying? So like, don't get it. Don't get it fooled. Like anybody that you know, there's certain magazines. I think Kanye has very valid. He's seen it. You know what I mean. So like, he can speak to it. But I will say, um, I don't. He he's got to get his own story out there. And uh, and that's fair. You know what I mean. Especially when it's got to do with his kids. And he's asking his. You know, he's asking her to take off TikTok. I actually respect that. I'm not mad at that. She's only eight. You know what I'm saying. Like. That's not a platform you need to be putting kids on or encouraging kids to be put on. Um, you know, and I'm not trying to take away fun, but there's certain things you just kind of have to protect them so protect them from. Um, and I think that's one of them, especially at their stature and their status. Like, um, I'm not mad at that. And um, 
you know, I think that I, I have a problem when it's like D.L. Hughley stepping in talking about he's stalking. Like, bro, why are you speaking on this man's family situation, bro? Who are you? Don't speak on what he's doing, going through. You don't know what this man going through. He already on mental breakdowns, and and you know he's dealing with that shit. He, you know, and he's got some narcissistic tendencies. I'm not, I'm not giving a pass to Kanye. I think this could easily be one of those episodes. But I also think Kim's the same. You know, and they're like, it's a battle of that, and 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 Skeet getting in the middle of that. Um, you know, if I was him, I'm not getting in the middle of this shit. They're married and they're getting a divorce, and this man is like dead in the middle. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, you're supposed to smash and dip. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> uh, if you're not there to be with the kids and like really commit and being with Ken, if you're not really doing that, you just there to have fun and fuck and do drugs and shit. Like, bro, why are you getting in the middle of their damn divorce, bro? Now, if you committed to her and you want to marry her and you thinking about really trying to invest in the family, that's different. But if you're just some random that she dating right now, you're a rebound guy. Like, he's the official rebound guy. He's been a rebound guy for a while. And he disrespected Kanye. He been disrespecting Kanye on Saturday Night Live. They kissed in front of him on SNL that he didn't know about. Like, it's you know what I mean? Like, And then that's who you end up dating. And you try to play it like he's – him being upset is like, bro, you was playing this man in front of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. I just feel like I'm not really, um, I'm not really, it was, I'm, I'm a Kanye fan. I'm not going to lie. I am a Kanye fan. So I could, y'all can hit me with that. Well, you just Kanye fan. You're not, but I just feel like, um, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a way to fight for kids. That's right. And there's a way to fight. I don't think there's a wrong way to fight for your kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I just he he needs to be redirected. But is there a wrong way to fight for your kids? I don't think so. No, you want you you want to be around your kids. I think he's a he's a good dad. Um, from what I've seen. I mean, I don't know the man, but you know, from what I've seen, you don't I don't know. Y'all don't know me. People say I'm a good dad and don't know me. Um, uh, I feel like I'm a good dad, so I don't know. I just feel like um uh, I can't really get mad at him for fighting for his fighting for his kids. He may not be fighting for Kim no more, trying to get his family back, but and I just and it was kind of lame when people was like, bro, like let her go. She's a, she's for the streets. Like, bro, that's his wife. They had three kids together, and they her name's tied to him, and he's tied to her as far as businesses. Like, they got a lot of shit tied. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just think, I just think we gotta um, not invest so much time into the celebrity shit, but also like what is happening to him happens to a lot of men. Um, so I think we, we got to be kind of fair in our assessment in that. So anyways, that's me hopping off the music. Uh, I will be right back. Y'all check out this ad spot. Um, and then I will come back and uh, we'll hop into the next topic. Let's get it. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Iggy. I want to take a break from this podcast episode to let y'all know to go check out my new EP, Big Iggy EP on all streaming platforms. One of my favorite EPs I've ever done. I got features all over the place on there, featuring Slade, Zandretti, Zoe, Darian, and Who Is Flock, and it's executive produced by Zandretti himself. Y'all make sure you go check that out. It's seven tracks, once again, on all streaming platforms. The Big Iggy EP. Play that. Run it up. Thank y'all for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. 
Yo, back. All right, so next topic we're going to holler at, we're going to hit up. Uh, we're going to talk about sports, man. So uh, I don't get to talk about these things, man. Y'all, y'all listen, y'all have heard about me talk about Biden. Y'all have heard of me talk about the COVID shit. Uh, you know, and I'm going to touch on those things. Y'all, y'all have heard me talk about those things, man. I'm going to talk about some sports. I don't get to talk about this shit. I don't want to be a politic guy all the time. I will talk about the shit, and I will give my opinion on it, but I also love my sports. I love my music. So, anyways, crazy time in sports right now. Crazy time in sports right now, man. As I mentioned before, uh, Kyrie dropped 60 tonight, and uh, he did it in a very efficient way, 20 of 31, 8 of 12 from three, franchise record, and a career high for this guy. So um I I I um it's amazing that the, you know he's not able to play still. You know, they're about to cut funding, which is a politic thing, but they're about to cut funding for COVID testing for non-insured people. I read that today, um, uninsured people, and also for the um the treatment. The uh, what's it called, man? Shit, the the mononucle. I can't remember what it's called. Anyways, the the treatment for COVID, uh, for the antibodies, it's getting cut. They're gonna stop producing them by May. It's, they're not gonna have any more. I think May or June. They said they're not gonna have any more to treat. So clearly, um, we're cutting funding from COVID testing, um, and, and mask, and for uninsured people while you're still have making it a requirement to work by the way. So that's, that doesn't match up because if you're not going to cover it for people that don't have insurance, when they apply for a job, they're not able to get it and they got to pay for it anyways. So um, they're lifting these things and yet Kyrie Irving can go to now this whole year. I've talked about this already this whole year in New York, they've had the mandate that, you know, you got to be vaccinated to go in these places, right? But they can't stop tourists. They can't stop people from out of town and make them abide by the state or city laws that they're putting in place. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not from New York, so I don't have to abide by that shit. Why the fuck do I have to um, get a shot to, to come visit New York? I just won't come. And they're not willing to lose the money. Obviously, it's one of the biggest tourist cities in the in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not going to lose the money and have people not come to New York because they're not vaccinated. That would be dumb as a business person. But apparently, as a residential, it is mandated. Um, and so if you're working in any of these facilities, uh, you have to have a vaccine. So Kyrie can go into the gym because the mandate for vaccines is lifted, um, can go into the gym, sit courtside, unmasked, by the way, which that ain't doing shit no way. We all know that. But <laughs> unmasked, sit courtside, dap up, unvaccinated people all in the arena, right? Dap up the players. He's been playing with them, but he can't play in, in the stadium. Now he's dapping up his players, right? Touching on him, breathing in it, you know what I'm saying? But he can't play. It seems like they're trying to make him, you know, they're trying to prove a point with him or make him like like this fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Like 
it's not a big deal. He didn't get a shot. I, I'm proud of Kyrie, and I'm going to get a jersey because he stood on his beliefs. He stood on his principle. He didn't let himself get bullied into doing something he didn't want to do. He's a multimillionaire. He doesn't have to play basketball. Right now, he's more. He's more. He he means more to New York than basketball means to him. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. He loves basketball. You could tell. You could tell he loves basketball. Look at what he's doing on the court. You know what I'm saying? Like he loves the sport, but and he's really good at it. But he's not going to sell his soul for it. And you got to believe in it. You got to stand on that. You know what I'm saying? And I, I respect that. And I'm glad he did it because it wasn't many people doing it. Stephen A got on TV, which I have a problem with him and whole Kyrie shit. I'm going to get to that. But um, he got on TV talking about, I don't believe, I, you know, I have my doubts about the vaccine. Two weeks later, Disney, hey, listen, you may get that fucking vaccine. Guess what this nigga did? He goes to get the vaccine. Not only that, this man gets put in the hospital last year because he got COVID, couldn't breathe, about to die. And he said the doctor told him that the vaccine saved. Now, how the fuck would the doctor know if the vaccine saved your life? Your ass was about to die. It's people that's got, they ain't got the vaccine that didn't go to the hospital. It's people that got the vaccine that did go to the hospital. So what does that mean? How the fuck did you know the vaccine didn't fucking make it worse? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? how do they know that? Um, he get on TV saying that shit, and now he been on Kyrie head because Stephen A is a capitalist. He's all about the dollar. He's all about rising up in the ranks in corporate. So if he, if a white man tell him to do something, he gonna do it. And he expects people that get paid a million dollars, if they say go get the shot, go get the shot. If you need to do it for your team, you need to do it for your team. You sacrifice. That ain't no fuck. I'm not putting my body on the line for some shit like that. For what? This is a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially basketball. He could go, literally, he could go play anywhere else. If he retired for two or three years, he could go play anywhere else. It would be a problem. Only in New York was it an issue that he couldn't play, and it still is. He can go anywhere else and play. It wouldn't be a problem playing on home court. But for Brooklyn, New York, he cannot. It's the stupidest shit ever. So, yeah, I think that's, I think that's so trash, man. Um, it's the dumbest shit ever. I'll never understand it. And I I I hope that the mayor, you know, he seems to be fully committed on, on it. I don't really understand why. Um, but I mean, listen, he wanna die on that hill. Listen, man, he gonna end up losing. He gonna end up losing KD and Kyrie and make them leave Brooklyn because he don't want to lift the fucking mandate. That's crazy. Uh, but anyway, so I want to talk about the standings and kind of give my foresight on the future playoffs. And then um, I'm also give quick picks on March Madness after that. So current standings in the NBA right now in the, in the West, um, Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State, uh, Utah. Dow- let me let me make sure this is the updated one, actually. I don't know if that's the updated one. Let me find it real quick. Um, I had to, I had it, but I don't know if that's the update. I want to give y'all wrong information on March 15th. Um, all right, so here we go. 
So in the Western Conference, it's the Suns, the Grizzlies, the Warriors, Jazz, Mavericks, Nuggets, Timberwolves, sorry, Timberlands, (laughs) Timberwolves, Clippers, Lakers, and Pelicans. Timberwolves, Clippers, Lakers, and Pelicans will be in the play-ins. The Lakers or Pelicans will have to win twice to make it in the eighth spot. The Timberwolves and or and or Clippers will only have to win once. Whoever loses that game plays the winner of the nine and tenth game. So, uh, yeah, that's what it would look like. I'm going to go ahead and say the Warriors going to the finals. Um, I like how the Suns have been looking, but Draymond, Steph, and Clay, Clay getting his feedback. Chris Paul's hurt right now. I don't know if you know. We just have to see. Suns, the Grizzlies getting slept on, but I don't see them getting to the. I don't see them getting to the um, beating the Warriors. If they stay at the 2-3 spot, they're not going to beat the Warriors get to the Western Conference Finals. So, um, anyways, that's the West. East right now is a dog. It's a dog fight in the East. This is the this is the most exciting the East has been in basketball in such a long time. Really, seriously, it's always been like three teams, and then the rest of them be garbage. And they fucking – that's why LeBron kept going, and going back to back to – uh, finals because the East was some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, um, yeah, so <clears throat> um, the East right now, let me go to the East, is the Heat, the Bucks, the 76ers, the Bulls, the Celtics, the Cavaliers, the Raptors, the Nets at the A spot, which is the most Dangerous eight team I ever seen in my life. Um, the Hawks at nine and the Hornets at ten. Um, so once again, the seven and eight spot, they gotta win once to get into this to the playoffs, and then between the ninth and ten, they gotta win twice. So um, yeah, man, I think the East, it is so up for grabs, man. I, I'm not gonna I wanna say the Nets, um, but it just depends on what happens with the Kyrie thing. If not, I'm going to Bucks. I can't see them losing to the 76ers or the Heat. Um, they're the defending champs. Giannis is a he's he's like that. He really is. He's like that, bro. Um, so yeah. Um anyway, so that's the East. That's who I got coming out of the East. Um so far. Now I keep t- tapping in about basketball, NBA throughout the throughout these weeks, obviously. Like I said, I will no longer be talking about the Lakers. I even had that written in my notes, Lakers talk, but I'm not talking about the fucking Lakers. Um, So, yeah, real quick, March Madness this week, it starts. Um, I'm a Tennessee fan. We got fucking snubbed. We should have been a two seed. We are a three seed, which is some bullshit. But I've got us going to the final four. Fuck (laughs) y'all. So, yeah, I got Tennessee going to the final four um, as well as Duke. Trying to get that for Coach K's last season. Auburn, salute to Bruce Pearl, former Tennessee coach. And uh, I think they're kind of shaky right now. It's something about Bruce Pearl. Whenever March Madness come around, they be fired. And then this last month, they start getting shaky. So, but I, I think they can get start clicking and get it together. And then Baylor. So, uh, those are my picks. Now, these brackets are, you know, it's an any mini mighty mo year. I mean, anybody could go. So, it's a tough pick. But those are my final four picks. For sports, um, also salute to um, Tom Brady for coming back. Um, <laughs> you know, who knew he was going to stay retired? I mean, come on, we knew he was coming back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, 
Anyway, so yeah, salute to that. Free agencies at a full swing right now. I will speak for Devontae Adams and say I would not play for the fucking franchise tag either. I think the franchise tag is the worst thing to happen to the NFL. It it locks in players and it's not beneficial for them at all. They need to get rid of it. When the next time they ever come around for the new um, contract negotiations and the NFLPA, see the NFLPA is not really for the players though. They're just like pawns for the owners. So like whoever's doing that is not doing what they're supposed to do. But franchise tags got to go. It's been it's just not good, bro. It's not good. I mean, you betting on yourself, but you get hurt. It's over with. The only the only players that benefits are quarterbacks because you can go a whole year and not get hurt. Like uh, what's the name in uh in Minnesota, man? Kirk Cousins, he made he's the franchise tag king. Now look at him, bro. He's getting paid, but he's a quarterback. Players that get hit, Devontae, he had growing problems last year. Why would he? You know, I wouldn't fuck that. Pay me, y'all pay Aaron Rodgers. Either trade me or pay me. You feel me? Um, so that's how I feel about that. NFL's kicking up, um, in the free agency, but right now it's basketball season. It's my favorite season of the year, so that's getting the primary sports talk right now. Anyways. I holler at y'all. I step back in here in a little bit uh, to talk about some other shit locally and nationally politics. Probably drop that here um, shortly after this one. But I want to do a little check in. Um, and yeah, y'all be on the lookout for this next part two of this. I'm going to try to do check ins, man. Break them up. Make sure people get the music and the sports if they want it. Or if they want to get the Chattanooga shit or the local shit, they can get that too. So appreciate all the listeners, all the support. And uh, yeah, man, y'all keep vibing with me. Peace.